Dominic Lawton can be wild. Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult. Happy birthday. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bad Movie Cult podcast, everybody. My name is Dominic Lawton. I am joined by a very special birthday boy on his very special birthday. Hello. It's Kenby Wild birthday, everybody. Hi, everyone. It is. And to celebrate, we're doing the same with him as we did with me. <laughs> yes. He's throwing me in the air <laughs> and cheering for 10 minutes. We are going to be covering the top 10 highest grossing films of Kenby Wilde's birth year. Okay, figure this one out. <laughs> Oi, the mathematicians of the cult. But before that, some honourable mentions. Ooh, this uh, this will probably be nowhere near as good as Dom's, okay? Just, I don't know. Just letting you all know. I don't know this list either. This is uh, what Dom, Dom does the research. <laughs> so what? So we are do. Are we telling them the year now? Or? Of course we can. Why not? This is the year nineteen sixty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> My research is top-notch. <laughs> now this is the year nineteen seventy-seven. Of course, we'll start with the honourable mentions, and we'll start Ken with Annie Hall. Not seen it. <laughs> Me neither, which is, it's uh, Woody Allen, isn't it? Yes, I don't really know if I've seen any Woody Allen films. I don't think I have either. There'll be Americans slamming their headphones down now and never listening to us again, probably. Only the intellectuals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, moving on to this one. Yeah, that was a good start. <laughs> yeah. Go on, then. Eraserhead. Ah, yes. <laughs> that came out in 1977. Really? I didn't know it was that old. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what the bloody hell is that all about? <laughs> it's about the fear of, of fatherhood, Ken. Don't you see? Is it? I think so. I thought it was about some woman in a radiator with a big head. Yeah. Eating, and eating a dancing chicken and shit. Yeah, I think that is it, actually. Yeah. I think that might actually be about, it, yeah. yeah. And a bloke's got big hair. David Lynch. That's about it. That's him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah kid and play. Yeah. yeah. The, the I, best think that, bit, I the, think that's it. The best bit of that, and you always like if it's ever on TV, you'll you'll message me and say that bit's about, to, and it's the the dad. Oh, where he's just staring at the camera, <laughs> smiling, <laughs> doing a little nod. Yeah. Yeah. We watched that uh, together, but apart, didn't we? Beautiful. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we our texts were mainly, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it was like on the sci-fi channel or something, wasn't it, back in the day? Yeah, where we texted in that Irish accent. Mm. <laughs> what the fuck is this? And I think Ken was like, oh, the Razorhead's on. So I was like, oh, fuck it, I've never seen it, so let's I'll watch it. And I don't think I'd ever seen it. Yeah. I think it was our first time view. So we were like, yeah, let's watch it. And we sort of live text each other, didn't we, as it was going yeah. on? Yeah. Yeah, no idea. No here's, clue. Here's a better one for you then. Go on then. Suspiria. Ooh, yes. Now Here you're talking. These, oh yeah, I was going to say these, not in the list, but that is grossing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, great film. Good remake as well, actually. Yeah, I think a, people, a lot of people kind of didn't like it at the time, but the more it's since it's been released, people seem to like the, the remake. Yeah, I, I like it. I like them both. Because yeah, you can, you know, you can. It's okay. Don't Don't fear it. Is that your favourite Argento, or is it you got a different one? Um, I don't know. I think whichever one I'm watching, to be honest. Yeah. I like Deep Red. Yeah, I was going to say it might be my favourite. Yeah, I like that one. Um, Bird of the Crystal Plumage. Yeah, I've got that. I've not watched that for it since I bought it, actually. Um, to be honest, I just think every one of his films is good, just mm. because of the way he works it, and uh, it's, I mean, it follows a bit of a pattern doesn't he usually someone blind in it that's uh, yeah. that's a nice touch yeah, <laughs> yeah usually a dog attack yeah uh, that kind of thing you know and uh, then massive amounts of blood mm. which is nice it's a uh, glinting knife yes in the dark yeah. shadows and uh, maybe a dwarf and colors maybe a dwarf Bold thrown colors. in as well yes the red the black the green the blood <laughs> Anyway, yeah, go on, next. <laughs> uh, the Hills of Eyes. Fuck. 
Bloody hell, these are good. Yeah. These are going to be better than the list again, aren't they? Like yours. Like your honourable mentions well, went on for like about three days. Wait until... Then we, we uh, got to our top ten and we hadn't watched any of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait until we get to uh, the, the one after this. But yeah, The Hills Have Eyes. Yep. Wes Craven. Like it, like it, like it. Michael Berryman. Indeed. Yeah, I've um, I've got that as well. I've got both of them on DVD. And the both of the remakes as well. So there yeah. you go. Which again, it's okay to like them all. Yeah, know? I thought the remakes were okay, yeah. I don't think number two, perhaps, the remake. I haven't two. seen that one. Uh, the remake two, that was, I think they wrote that in a week. Right. Yeah, that's what, they, got... that's what they say, because it was like, yeah, go on then, you can do another one. It's nothing to do with um, the second one. The actual original remake, uh, sequel. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Well, onto this one, you're saying they're all amazing so far. The Exorcist 2, The Heretic. Oh my God, what a waste of everyone's time that is. Dressed as a giant locust. Richard Burton. Oh, Richard Burton, yeah. Richard Burton and James Earl Jones, both having those voices in the worst (laughs) film I've seen for a long time when I watched that. And um, just pointless. I don't. I don't get it's it silly. unless it unless it's too highbrow for me. You know. Yeah. But, I was going to say. Uh, I just didn't. I didn't get it. I didn't like it. How can you have an Exorcist film and it be like boring? Yeah. But it mind was. you, I thought that about the Human Centipede. You read yeah. what it's about, and everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, have you seen it?" It's like, yeah, it was boring. Yeah, it was the first yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, the second one's brilliant. I yeah. much prefer the second one. Yeah, I mean, much, like... much in reverse. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Much in the reverse of the Exorcist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Exorcist three, fantastic. I watched that again there a couple of days. Very, ago. very good. Yeah, and uh, just the second one. I bought that on video as well, just so I could have the set. Uh, watched it. I uh, just didn't understand what on earth was going on for two and a half hours, however long it is. Yeah, I just thought, nope. Oh, allow <laughs> me to take the next two and a half hours to explain it to you. <laughs> It'd be better than watching it again. 1977, another release for you, Orca. Oh, yes, uh, Richard, Richard Harris. Harris. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that one as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where, um, yeah, the whale is, has revenge on its mind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, always be careful of vengeful whales. That's so I learned that from that film. Yeah, was that, was that like after Jaws, everyone was sort yeah. of looking yeah, to... Yeah, there was a huge amount of those. I think yeah. not all of them in the sea. I mean, Grizzly was uh, Jaws' rip-off, wasn't it? Yeah. That wasn't in the sea. That would have been ridiculous. It's just a bear just drowned, <laughs> just floating past. Just in a bubble. <laughs> it's alive! It's alive! It's alive! The Incredible Melting Man. Oh, superb film. Yeah. Yes. Love that film. That's yeah. like a so bad it's good film for a lot of people. I love it, Ted Nelson. That's all you hear through the film, just yeah. the, the doctor telling you what his name is. I just like the nurse. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> when she's that, running just away. Just that chase scene where he appears to be on a skateboard. Yeah, and also the effects like for the time were really good. No, I, I think it's a great film. Great fun. I really like that one. Rabid, Cronenberg. That came out in 77. Yep, a good one as well. Um, I've not seen that for a bloody years. Which one is that? That's not the Tower Block one, is it? No. That's Shivers. That's Shivers, yeah. yeah. Is Rabid, um, she's got a vagina in her arm. Pit, has she? It's Cronenberg, of course she does. Is that that one, though? Surgery leaves a Montreal motorcyclist with a blood-sucking appendage in her armpit. There she is. <laughs> Soon she has an insatiable thirst for human blood. <laughs> That's why I refuse surgery, unless it's absolutely critical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because that probably happens more than we know. Surgically inserted a vagina into your armpit. Yeah, but, like, but why, Doctor? Just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and last but certainly not least, I had to save this one. Fight for your life. Oh, it came yes. out in seventy-seven. Grandma's pumpkin pie. Yeah, sweet old pumpkin pie. Yeah, uh, that was banned, wasn't it? That was a banned film for racism. Yeah, it's racially aggravated, isn't it? Yeah. Like, is it like p- people leave prison? Or on the lamb. Yeah, yeah, they escape and uh, hole up at this uh, well-to-do black family's uh, house. Yeah. Little cabin. It's good. I remember you giving me the DVD to, to watch that. Uh, yeah, it is. I don't even know where my DVD is anymore. Unless you've still fucking got it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know where it is anymore, my DVD of that. Yeah, that cost a bit, though, because it was like previously banned and all that, and it was uncut. Yeah, good, good film. It's not even that racist. It's far more... <laughs> okay, yeah. It, 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 it's it quite is, racist. It is, it is, yeah, but... Not, not for today's standards. No, 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 no. 
<laughs> no, we pride ourselves in our racist films yeah, we, these days. No, but there are, though. There's far more racist films than this. Well, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so you're getting bent up about it. Ken, a white man, says it's not so bad. <laughs> and I think we can all just move on. Yeah. <laughs> it's alive! It's alive! It's alive! So we're on to the top ten highest grossing films. Ken, do you reckon you will know any of the the films in this list? Number one. Okay. Do you reckon you have a good guess at what that will be? Yes, I pretty much know it. Excellent. We'll start with number ten. <laughs> Pete's Dragon. He's back. Walt Disney Productions. Invisible, impossible, troublesome, massive mischief. Pete's Dragon, a motion picture full of adventure and excitement. <laughs> Beware of the evil Dr. Terminus and his helper, Hoagie. Hide from the mean family of wicked wackos. Share an irresistible secret with Lampy. Celebrate with Nora a newfound friend, and live it up with the funniest, most lovable dragon alive. Elliot! 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 My dragon! The best pal a boy could ever have. I love you too. Sing! With a wonderful motion picture. Walt Disney Productions. Pete's Dragon. Wow, that's great. You're the most wonderful dragon in the whole world. You're never too old to feel young. Pete's Dragon. I've seen Pete's Dragon. I think, yeah, I have as well. Yeah, it's it's, it's um, cartoon and real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like the Who Framed Roger Rabbit on my list, but on here. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but years before. Yeah, big uh, big green thing, isn't it? With like a big overbite jaw on it. Yeah, and like... Yeah. And a floppy hair. Yeah, like purple hair or something. That's it, yeah. Um, How much did that gross? That grossed 40 million. That's not bad, though, is it? For number 10? Yeah. Back in those days. That's probably four billion dollars. Yeah, I think it is for inflation. <laughs> Something about he he just like they just tit around for the day. Is that the whole premise of the I film? I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember a it. Bit, a bit like Ferris Bueller. Mm. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> I yeah. Think. Yeah. Any more to say about Pete's Dragon? Uh, don't really know much more about it. <laughs> Disney film. Yeah. There we go. Is that the zippity doo da? No, it's not. That's the bloody <laughs> song of the South, you racist. Somebody oh, yes. <laughs> fight for your I life. That was Pete Uncle Dragon. Remus. <laughs> Pete's Dragon. Uh, number nine is Oh God. What? Number is nine. It, is that George Burns? It's John Denver. What the hell? Oh, yeah, he was Oh God, uh, You Devil was George Burns playing both God and the Devil. Oh, my. Nothing to do with this year. Carl Reiner directed, John Denver starring, oh God. What the fuck's that about? I don't know, it grossed 42 million. Jerry, a supermarket employee, oh. is chosen by God to spread the message to the rest of the world. However, religious leaders soon demand that he proves his claim. Or does George Burns as God? Ooh. Yeah, you're right. Really, George? Really? Yeah. Bloody hell. Terry Gar. What are the chances of that? Donald Pleasance. <laughs> Six times. Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World's in it as well. William Daniels did the voice of Kit in Kit, yeah. Night Rider. I used to have a Night Rider watch when I was a kid. Just play the theme tune. That's all it did. Never never spoke to me car or anything. Oh rubbish. <laughs> hey, do you want to hear the uh, the catchy uh, quote on the on the front of the Yes, please. This is on the front of the poster. Which is good because if it was on the back no one would see it. <laughs> Good point. Anybody who could turn Lot's wife into a pillar of salt, incinerate Sodom and Gomorrah, and make it rain for 40 days and 40 nights has got to be a fun guy. Oh. Well, there you go then. They did Oh God Book 2, which is a sequel. Really? Yeah. 
He did Oh God, You Devil. Didn't he? George Burns, he played them both. And the Lord said, let there be another movie. And lo, there was another movie. That's the tagline for the second one. Did he have a God complex, did he, George Burns? He just demanded to play God all the time. God, we can't just play God. <laughs> Don't you see, George Burns? <laughs> oh God, inspired two... It's one of the... It's a third sequel. Is it? Jesus, that's the only one I can ever remember. Yeah. That was what? That was when I was a kid, wasn't it, that? 80s? Oh God, you devil. Yeah. Uh, 84. Yeah, I remember seeing it that he advertised. Never seen the films. Uh, the tagline for that one, that's funny, they both look like George Burns. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, get over it, George. <laughs> well, there you go. Look at Ken, sort of in a roundabout way, knowing exactly what this film was. Yeah, there we go. Amazing stuff. Right, on to something I'll know. <laughs> Number eight, The Spy Who Loved Me. Oh, Roger yes. Moore. Yes. Um, who else? Who's, who's the girl in this one? The Spy Who Loved Me. Is it uh, Bach? I remember the song. Yeah. It was Johann Sebastian Bach. <laughs> yeah, that's it. 16th century composer. Yeah. It was. It was Barbara Bach. Yes, there we go. Obviously, Jaws in this one. Yes, yeah, Shark Attack. This, the, um, this Spy Who Loved Me, he's, uh, he's got the um, Lotus that goes in the water yeah, yeah. and it transforms into a boat. Oh, yes. That's when they were fun. This yeah, is, yeah. This is Roger Moore in his heyday. Those were brilliant. Do you remember what Barbara Bach's character was called? Um, Anya Amasova. No, I wouldn't have to call that. That's not a sexual innuendo. Is that when they were given proper names? Yeah. Yeah. I saw like uh, Plenty, Plenty O'Toole. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, on a black one, wasn't it? Uh, no, she was Pussy Galore. Oh, that's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got the best name of all. Yes. No, that was uh, Sean Connery when he was... Sean playing. Connery played Plenty O'Toole. <laughs> <laughs> Some women would say so. <laughs> no, he was uh, playing um, at the uh, casino and this woman bends, uh, bends down next to him. Yeah. And he looks at her, obviously looks at her cleavage yeah, she, and then looks up and then she says I'm hi I'm plenty and he says of course you are yeah she's got the the plunging neckline yeah. dress hasn't she yeah. it's incredible yeah that was Lana Sim- Wood who played her similar to uh, Pussy Galore when he's just like I must be dreaming <laughs> brilliant brilliant stuff but yeah Roger Moore Roger Moore uh, I think is Roger Moore the guy who's played him the most I believe so yes I think he yeah. is isn't he yeah I used to be able to tell you all of them in order of the Bond films, but I can't do anymore, so that's uh, a wasted wasted uh, boast. Should we play a little little round of a little game right now? And see a how little you get round on. of a little game? It's, I'm gonna is give, it a birthday game? It is, yeah. Oh, yes! I'm going to give you the name of the Bond girl, and you can see if you can match it to the, the film, which film oh, she's in. Fucking hell. I don't think we should play this game. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Ah. <sighs> Xenia on a top. Goldeneye. Yes. You remember who Fanke played her? Fanke Janssen. Absolutely. What you, a great name. You do not mess with Fanke Janssen. She killed God. people by fucking them. I would fucking... That's why I joined the spy network. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was an assassin like that. Oh, Fanke. Do you remember what Plenty of Tool, what film that was from? I don't think her middle name was of. Plenty I th- O. <laughs> I think it was an Irish name. <laughs> Plenty of tool. <laughs> she got a really full shed in the back of our garden. <laughs> um, I don't, but I can guess. I'm going to guess Thunderball. Diamonds are forever. Ah, bloody hell, of course. That was when Sean Connery did a fun one. How about Kissy Suzuki? <laughs> is it? Is it Sean Connery? Yes, I, th- I believe, I think, yeah. Is it You Only Live Twice? It is, yeah. What about another one for you? Pussy Galore. What's she in? Goldfinger. Goldfinger. You expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I expect you to die. <laughs> Brilliant. Mayday. Mayday was a view to a kill. Played by. was Grace Jones. It was indeed. Fancied her as well. You fancy you were breaking boundaries, weren't you? Back I then? was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her just, and just uh, in the in the satin sheets, Whitney Houston. Her, her and uh, Roger Moore. What's like that? In, you in fancy that, in Roger that Moore? Film? No, in the <laughs> film. 
Although, of course, who didn't? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's that eyebrow. <laughs> Dr. Christmas Jones. That is... I know it's Denise Richards. Uh, which one was that? Die Another Day? The World Is Not Enough. The World the Is, world not, is enough. not Enough, yeah. Dr. Molly Warm Flash. We <laughs> <laughs> just made her up. Is that from our pitch? <laughs> you know, but it should have been. She was awesome in The World Is Not Enough. What about Solitaire? Solitaire, Live and Let Die. Yes, yeah. played by... Um, oh, fucking, I know this one as well because I fancy her as well. We all did. Yeah, I still do. Um, Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. Yes. <laughs> I just can't remember her real name. Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour. Let's skip to a more recent one that you'll know to end this riveting game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that will never actually broadcast. Octopussy. <laughs> <laughs> Be wild, no, knowing some of them and not knowing others. It's amazing. Some would say <laughs> trying to name all of them would be the title of this next film, A Bridge Too Far. <laughs> Sean Connery, fifty-one million. This made. Never seen it. Me neither. What the hell's it about? A bridge. The Allied armies concocted a plan to win World War Two at Arnhem. Disaster ensues when the area around Arnhem, including the key bridges of Germany, is loaded with armoured assaults. Mm-hmm. Richard Attenborough directed, starred Sean Connery, Michael Caine, Dirk Bogard, Robert Redford, Gene Hackman. Jesus Christ, what an absolute list. James Kahn and Anthony Hopkins. Bloody hell. That's a hell of a fucking you cast. you Attenborough in charge. Yeah. Never, wow. never seen this. Me neither. Look at all these fucking people Absolutely in it. Absolutely no, no. I've never seen that at all. But what a cast that is. Yeah. No wonder it fucking grows so much with all them in it. It'd have to, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just to pay them back. Moving on. Anything else to say about it besides the fact that it's got an amazing cast and director? Uh, well, no, because we haven't seen it. <laughs> True. What else do you want to talk about? <laughs> Other bridges <laughs> that uh... maybe weren't that far. <laughs> <laughs> bridge to Terabithia. Yeah, there's a bridge uh, over the motorway. It's not that far. Oh, yeah, should we go? Have yeah. a look. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back soon. We'll <laughs> leave this running. We're here live at a bridge that wasn't too far. It's a busy stretch of the M6. Right, back home. (laughs) (laughs) It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Okay, on to the next one. Number six. Uh, with seventy-one million dollar gross, that's a twenty million jump. The Rescuers. Oh, bloody hell, they were cartoon mad back then, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've seen it when I was a kid. I don't really remember. It's mice, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and they. Uh, I think they befriend an albatross. <laughs> is it mice? I think it is. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember. I'm thinking of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Well, they were, not, they're mice, they were chipmunks, weren't they? One had a um, Indiana Jones. Um, they've just rebooted that as well, Chippendale. Have they? Yeah, it's actually very funny. Hmm. Yeah, it is. It's got uh, Sandberg. He's he's involved. Oh really? That's yeah, cool. yeah. It is. It's it's a it's a good good film actually. Very referential. Do you know what you know what um, kids TV show had the the best theme tune? No, Duckula. Oh yes, Remember very that good. Theme tune? Yeah, yeah, that was, it was amazing. Was good actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah Count Duckula. Yeah. I'll get it, ducky boos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the maid said she was fucking massive, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. I think like people when they say about like uh, the first thing you saw had vampires in it. I think that's probably mine was Duckula. <laughs> it was uh, David Jason did the voice as well, didn't it? Yeah. For no, you're thinking of uh, Danger Mouse. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I often do. Yeah. Although to be honest, that's a pretty good theme tune as well. That also, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know. I was just good anyway, wasn't it? Yeah. I'd say I also had a good one. Hong Kong Fooey. Yeah, number one super guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll do an episode just on like 
chatting about cartoons we used to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just no theme to it. No. <laughs> just talking about stuff. Yeah, no one else was good, yeah. Yeah. Trapdoor. Be like our Peter K episode where we oh, just yeah, talk about it. things that existed. Stuff you already know. <laughs> yeah, things that you might have forgotten. Okay, number five. We're into the top five now. We, well, right, that's, that's the rescuers done then. I can't remember. We spoke, we spoke more about the bridge. We, neither, <laughs> neither of us have seen it. <laughs> I'm just, I can't really remember the rescuers. I used to have. Me, we my, just me, did some, my, I should have probably had a little look at some of these, but. I thought that's what you were doing. You just no, got I the didn't. list. You just got the list and then thought, my research is done. I did that with my one, but obviously I'd seen a lot more of the ones on my list. Um, my my parents, my mum used to have a big jigsaw puzzle of all the Disney stuff. I think it was like a circle. It was a circular jigsaw puzzle. And it had loads of all the Disney stuff. And I remember the rescuers being on that. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of my recollection of the rescuers. Was it like a, a, a girl mouse as well? She wore like a yeah a white girl mouse. and Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. I don't really remember the film at all. I think what they did, they did another one. I think they did another one, didn't they? The Rescuers Down Under. Down Under, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, they did do a sequel. It's a porn. <laughs> In the bush. <laughs> the Rescuers Up the Bum. <laughs> Starring Richard, Richard Gere. Gere. <laughs> it was in the <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one hell of a rescue mission. <laughs> It's a one-way trip. (laughs) (laughs) A one-way ticket to hell and back. Bernard and Miss Bianca, two mice from the Rescue Aid Society, set out to rescue Penny, an orphan girl, after they discover that she has been abducted... By Richard Gere. By Richard Gere's (laughs) anus. For bum fun, allegedly. Yes. Just in case, I don't know. Never proven. I should go to court to prove that. (laughs) Or to disprove it. How would you disprove it? (laughs) How would you prove it? (laughs) Hairs. (laughs) German men. (laughs) My God. (laughs) The gerbils. Eva Gabor did the voice of Miss Bianca. That's impressive. Thank you. Joe Flynn, who did the voice of Mr. Snoops, is the most (laughs) 1950s looking man you'll ever see in your life. Look at that. (laughs) He looks like like a character on children's TV now called Arthur Sleep. Oh, that's a great name. He's the news news reporter on uh, Giggle Biz, Justin Fletcher. Yeah, I'm Arthur Sleep. I like it. And his weather girl's called Gale Force. Nice. Yeah, all of, all of his characters are puns. They're very, very good. And for a kids' program, that's actually good, good fun. He tell, he says things and then he jokes and then he just laughs himself about his own jokes. Anyway, crack on. That's enough for the rescuers. Seeing as we don't know what it is. Okay, number five. Here we go. Ninety-four million. Ooh, we are leaping. And that's fifth. Saturday Night Fever. Ooh. <laughs> Picture the scene, Ken. Yep. I lived it. You don't have to pitch this scene. Mr. and Mrs. Wilde are down the discotheque. (laughs) That's right, yeah. (laughs) Baby Kenneth with his beard. (laughs) Three days old, beard, glasses. (laughs) Slick back hair. (laughs) Pint of beer in his hand. Mama! 
Saturday Night Fever, Ken. Hell of a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. It's an 18 certificate, that film. Saturday Night Fever. Have you ever been walking down the street and that music's played? Um, yes, in my head. Yes. At all times. I was going to say, yeah. uh, that's, uh, I'm presuming everyone's done it. Yeah, I don't think it actually just plays that music. You don't, you know, you'd have to choreograph that. Mm. As they did in the film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that bit of shuffle on your on your iPod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So you mean just like just for me internally? Yeah. Not like external. Oh, that'd it's be amazing. Blasts out <laughs> from somewhere. I would start walking like that if it did. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody would. Imagine that in a busy street. You're doing that in like London, where everyone's just like walking on their commute. And suddenly somebody starts blasting that out and everyone just starts strutting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Would be brilliant. Yeah, no, I'd love to see that. I mean, obviously, this film's been lampooned by everything. You think of like Airplane that do an extended bit. Do you know that? Um, I actually didn't know it was in this film until after I'd seen Airplane. Yeah. Because uh, there was a quiz at school and they said, what uh, film is this from? And I actually said Airplane. And they was like, no. I was like, it fucking is. And, uh, is that, that what you said? It fucking is. <laughs> it fucking is. I've seen it. Yeah. And De- they... Ken didn't take too kindly to the word no back in the day. <laughs> Only if I'm right. <laughs> it is in that film. So I, got, I was in a quiz, right? In a pub quiz. What's the uh, biggest fish in the world? What is it? Do you know? Fish. The whale shark. Sharks are fish. Right, and okay. the whale shark is the biggest of the sharks. Yeah. So I wrote whale shark, and apparently incorrect. The answer was great white shark. And I was like, well, no, that's not as big as a whale shark. And they said, yeah, it's a whale. I was like, no, it's not. It's a shark. It's <laughs> called a whale because it's the size of a whale. Yeah. And uh, they refused to give me that point because the answer they had written down was a great white. It was fucking wrong. <laughs> How long ago was this quiz, Ken? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Because it sounds like it was last week, but I'm, I'm betting my fucking bollocks it isn't. It's over 20 years. <laughs> over 20 years, that's pissed me off. Uh, and do you know, any answer I didn't know after that, I just wrote whale shark. <laughs> but anything I wasn't sure about. One hour later. They refused to give me the fucking point. They didn't even look it up. They just said no, because that's not the answer we've got. And I said, well, you've got the wrong answer. Two hours later. Fucking whale shark. I was right. Two thousand years later. I got over it. Going back to this film, let me just list you the uh, soundtrack for this film, Ken. You ready? Go on, yeah. Staying Alive. Yep. How Deep Is Your Love. Thank you. Night Fever. Oh. If I Can't Have You. Oh, yeah. More Than a Woman. Jive Talking. Jive Talking. You should be dancing. Oh, that is so good. That's the one where he just makes noises, isn't it, towards the end? Yeah. He just goes... (laughs) 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 It's just the rest of them are like, fucking hell. (laughs) I always thought that. I always thought, fair enough, that's how he sings. But why does he just make noises in that sort of voice as well? I thought he, like, maybe spilled something on him, something hot or... <laughs> Some soup. Stubbed his toe. Some hot, hot soup. <laughs> just just in the in the sound booth there while he's recording. Maybe he'd got a Saturday Night Fever. No, that's true. <laughs> Took him. His sweat, legs started yeah. shaking. <laughs> to end the, um, the soundtrack, Disco Inferno. Oh, yes. Got a hell of a soundtrack, this I'm film. Saying, that was to my surprise. The uh, If anyone doesn't know, it's about... It's, it's uh, John Travolta. Do you remember his name in this? Um... Tony. Tony Monero. Oh, yeah, because I was always going to go Montana, and I know full well it's not him. <laughs> yeah, Al Pacino. <laughs> He'd have been good at that. He'd have been a lot more uh, a lot more angst, I think, if it was uh, Al Pacino. Tony spends his Saturdays at the disco, where his stylish moves raise his popularity among the patrons. But his life outside the disco is not easy, and things change when he gets attracted to Stephanie. <sighs> Women. Why can't he just go out and dance? <laughs> You used to say that to me, didn't you? <laughs> That's what I always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> it was like uh, Billy Maguire. Who's <laughs> Billy Maguire? I can't remember his fucking name. <laughs> 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 Billy Elliot. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Billy Maguire? It's just like Billy Maguire, Kenya. <laughs> 
It's alive! It's alive! Anyway, on to number four. 102 million. Nice. The Goodbye Girl. No. Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, didn't we get to my number one? We were like, not seen it. Yeah. Yeah, we did, yeah. <laughs> well, we're at four. I've never even heard of The Goodbye Girl. No. Not interested in it, really. Is it about a girl? Is it a drama? Let me let me set the scene for you, Ken. It sounds like a drama to me. When John Travolta... <laughs> no, 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 sorry. It <laughs> a dance-off with Richard from... Dreyfus. That would be amazing. That would be, wouldn't it? He still looks like uh, Hooper from Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> is there a more, this is a drama film, than yeah. this poster? Oh, That's the front cover of a fucking book, isn't it? Fucking awful. Yeah. I think I've seen that before, that picture. You know, like in Jaws, that was two years later, yeah? Look how mm-hmm. old he looks. He looks old in this, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, in Jaws, everyone keeps calling him Kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get called Kid at work. You do? Yeah, by people who are younger than me. What? Fuckers, yeah. And on the phone. What? Yeah, they call me Kid on the phone. I'm just like, any Is idea? you dressed as a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dressed as a schoolboy. <laughs> It's just Angus Young from <laughs> ACDC. Yeah, and then I started just guitaring around the room. With a big lollipop. Yes, with a really big lollipop. <laughs> Bigger than your, your head. Oh my God, that's yeah, massive. It's too big. Yeah. Can't eat all that. It's the goodbye girl. Here's what it's about, Ken. An actor moves into an apartment leased by his friend. <laughs> That's crazy. He doesn't know... Oh, sorry, I thought that was it. (laughs) He doesn't know, though, that the apartment is occupied by his friend's ex-girlfriend, Paula, and her daughter, Lucy. Oh, my goodness. What a conundrum. It stars Richard Dreyfus. (laughs) What? No, I just appreciate the way we're both calling him (laughs) Dreyfus. Dreyfus. (laughs) Marsha Manson. Marsha Mason, even. I was going to say, what? Paul Benedict. Oh, yes. Look at the fucking chin on this man. Eggs, brother. Jesus. <laughs> Stop it. Stop showing me that. <laughs> is that, you know, I think that is. You know, I'm just as God made me, sir, in um, Spinal Tap. Is that him? Yes. It is him, isn't it? I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Bad Movie Court listeners, have you ever seen The Goodbye Girl? Is it as amazing as it sounds? Is it dull? As it sounds? <laughs> Is it? Because it certainly sounds it. We're on to more, more fun affair now and stuff we've actually watched. I should hope so. We have watched every film now. I would hazard a guess that we have watched every film in, in the last three. Are you ready? I'm born ready. At number three, 127 million. That's a lot of money. It's not even possible. Wait till we get to the fucking first one. I think your first one earned more than my top four combined. I think you said this, yeah. yeah. Yours, yeah. But number three, Smokey and the Bandit. Oh yeah, yeehaw! At last, a warm, sensitive, touching story about the close personal relationship between a man and a woman. Between a trucker oh. and his dog. Fred, I'm so damn tired of picking you up. I got to Fred! Between a father no way. and his son. No way that you could come from my loins. And how they all took to the road one day for a quiet little drive in the country. From Georgia to Texas and back. In 28 hours flat. With a truckload of bootleg beer. I'll be driving this one. Hey, uh, blocker, blocker. You'll be driving the truck. This is Bandit 1, and that is uh, Bandit 2. Mm-hmm. Now, who would do a thing like that? <laughs> you crazy, you know that? Yeah, you know that. Ah, <laughs> yes. Okay, how much money did you say it was? $80,000. Universal presents Burt Reynolds, Sally Field, Jerry Reed, and Fred. We're going to really have to cook. I mean, put it on the back burner and let's cook. Is that a 10-4? 10-4. And the only thing that stands between them and an $80,000 prize, Jackie Gleason as Sheriff Buford T. Justice. Smokey and the Bandit, proving once and for all, it's not where you're going to count, it's who the hell's in back of you. You've got to duck it. You've got to keep that key. 
Smoking the Bandit, it's uh, Burt Reynolds. At his most Burt Reynolds-ish. He's got Burt Reynolds. He's more Burt Reynolds in this than Gator, and that's fucking saying something. <laughs> <laughs> this this and uh, Cannonball Run was pretty much Burt Reynolds, wasn't it? Yeah, it's the same film, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. You know what, this is... This is. I, I love these kind of, like, posters where, I mean, obviously, <laughs> the viewers can't see, but you know it's, like, drawn, and yeah. those are my, like, favourite... It's like Jack, Jackie Gleason there as well. Yeah, yeah, he's the sheriff, is he? Superb, yeah. Smoking the Bandit also stars Sally Field. She's in there as Carrie. You've got Jackie Gleason as Buford T. Justice. Don DeLuise. Don DeLuise. It was. They were in Cannibal Run, weren't they, together? Yeah. Those two. Yeah. Yeah. They were good fun. This was good, though, wasn't it? This was just like a non-stop car chase, wasn't it, the Smoking the Bandit? Pretty much. It's just him evading Jackie Gleason. Yeah. Yeah. For like, How many did they do? Three? I know they did at least three. I think that might have been it. Double look. Did Dom DeLuise, he used to put a, like a luchador mask on, or was that just the Cannibal Run films? He used to do that. Yeah, Smoking the, the Bandit the same, 2 and 3. Yeah, they're the same films to me. Not seen either of them for bloody ages. Me neither. I remember it had a um, a gag reel at the end, which is maybe one of the first films to ever do that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Of, of uh, just Burt Reynolds being cool. Yeah, and forgetting was, his line yeah, and everyone laughing at yeah. him. Yeah, and he was yeah. like... <laughs> he was cool, though, wasn't he? Burt Reynolds. He was cool, Fucking yeah. superb. Was he in... Was he in... Um, he was in Deliverance, wasn't I was gonna, he? I was literally about to say he was in Deliverance with the guy from Superman. I forgot what his name is. Ned. Yeah. Ned what? Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, John Voight, wasn't it? Was it John Voight? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. John Voight, Burt Lancaster. Burt Lancaster. Sorry, I was watching a film of Burt Lancaster last night as well. I've said that. Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Burt Lancaster. Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty, told you. As Bobby Tripp. My mum posted on Facebook and tagged me in that uh, Deliverance is apparently his 50th anniversary this year. Oh, really? Apparently so. Nice. And uh, I responded by saying... Uh, this was probably the first film featuring uh, male rape that you ever showed me. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, so, a family memory. Thanks, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, an amazing banjo jewel. Yes, certainly not the last film, of course, <laughs> that <she laughs> featuring <should> be... <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the dueling banjos, yeah. Very, very good. Yeah, it's like a, a teenager, isn't it, sitting there with his I'm banjo? I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> I still don't know. no. Uh, on to number two, or do you want to talk more about Smokey and the Bandit? No, I think we can move on. 132 million raised. Oh, money, money, money. It's Steven Spielberg. I think it's Steven Seagal. It's Steven Seagal. <laughs> As a boy. Any ideas what this could be? Spielberg, 77. Um, close Encounters. Close Encounters oh. of the third kind. Oh my God. This is the motion picture that astounded us, that challenged us, that dazzled us. The motion picture that reminded us, we are not alone. This is the road that took us to the outer limits of a brilliant filmmaker's imagination. The road over 100 million people have taken and will want to take again. The road millions of others will take for the first time. But now the road will take us all even farther. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. As with any Steven Spielberg film, this is obviously... Uh, like the, the themes are like family, isn't it? And like a dad who's... Um, busy. Yeah, he's absent. Yeah. Not absent, but you know what I mean? Just too busy. Uh, let me give you a plot synopsis. Although aliens begin to make their presence felt to humans, the government denies their existence. However, when Roy, an electrical lineman, encounters a UFO, he is drawn to the Wyoming wilderness. This is also Richard Dreyfuss. That's not bad, then. You've got two in the top bloody ten. Yeah, but you know you know, it's Spielberg. It's got the, the big score and um, the, the scene at the end is a bit like E.T. The music, you know, the do-do-do-do-do, that was also in a Bond film. What was that it? That was the um, passcode 
to get into uh, somewhere. Roger Moore. What? Is that true? Yeah. He, you just um, made that up because you're a prick. <laughs> no Why the hell would I just make that up? I don't know. That's elaborate, isn't it? <laughs> that would have been just amazing. Off the top of your head. Yeah. No, no, no. They, he does. He's, he's, he hides. And uh, when he comes in and does the code, it's like, that is the, the sound it makes. And he just replicates that and he gets access into the, uh, the secret store. Moonraker. There you go. Mm-hmm. Of course, space related, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Jaws speaks in Moonraker. He does, yeah. Yeah, it's the only time he speaks. This film was partly inspired by an experience from Steven Spielberg's childhood. What, Moonraker? Yes. (laughs) When without warning, Jaws attacked him. No. (laughs) Without warning, his parents rushed the children into their car one night, drove to an area where many others were gathered, and watched a spectacular meteor shower. Wow. I like how he's got, or even his like childhood memories are like fucking Steven Spielberg films. <laughs> it's like fucking hell. So he's a shooting star, isn't it? No one's childhood was like that. You know, you... Does he always have a shooting star in his his films? That's oh, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> Too soon. Steven Spielberg stated that nothing in his life has been more difficult than editing the final thirty-five minutes of this film. Nothing in his life. Nothing in his life. Yep. That's got right. So that was worse than Jaws because he said that was a, like the worst experience he's ever had in his life. <laughs> yeah. Was that shark? Yeah. Wow. So only two years later, his life took a new low yeah. by making yet another hundred million plus film. Amazingly oh, ambitious. It's awful, isn't it? Imagine, <laughs> imagine that. Imagine being so such a struggling, superbly uh, gifted yeah. director. Yeah. <laughs> what? what you, uh, where does this rank for you with Spielberg, Ken? Are you a big fan of this one, or do you prefer his, his others? Um, it, it ain't better than Jaws. I know that. Absolutely not. No. I don't think any of them are. I don't care what you say. No, that was his best film. And um, I tell you, else where I think is is his best is Jewel. I fucking love Jewel. Yeah, Jewel, Jewel is a good film. Yeah, and that was like well, that was probably that was before Jaws, wasn't it? That was his first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So those early ones, especially like Jaws, is just like perfect. I watched Jaws on the on the Fourth of July. Oh my! Yeah, and uh, it's just a great film. That's close to a perfect film, right there. I don't know what you would change to that to nothing improve it. Nothing. It's the it's an the, ensemble, the, yeah, and the character, as I say, the acting, the characters are amazing. I knew we'd we'd just segue into Jaws <laughs> by Paul Spielberg, <laughs> but there we go. Well, that's because it's better than this one. It is, yeah. That's, that's all. That's all. Is it too too much family like, basis, isn't it? Yeah, though, I mean Spielberg got sentimental, didn't he? That's, yeah. he every single film's that now. Except that he does. Um, except Temple of Doom. Where he and George Lucas just went absolutely fucking mental because <laughs> they were both going through divorces yeah. and hated everything in the <laughs> yeah. world and just made the, the most terrifying kids' film you can imagine. <laughs> Here's some stats for you, Ken. Close Encounters of the Third Kind, 132 mil. Mm-hmm. Smoking the Bandit, 127 mil. Mm-hmm. The number one has $323 million <laughs> this year, the year of release. That's incredible. That is more than my top four combined, I believe. <laughs> Ken, any ideas what this could be? Or are you just going to play the music? Hmm. <laughs> I think if we played the music, we'd get sued instantly. It's, uh, yeah, it's on, like, tag, isn't it? <laughs> I think if you play it, uh, George Lucas, his head just, like, starts spinning. George Lucas <laughs> smashes through the window. <laughs> Who is it then, Ken? What's this film, then? It sounds like you don't know it. Um, I think it might be Star Wars. Luke Skywalker was just a farm boy until he received a mysterious message from a princess. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. She's beautiful. Star Wars, starring Mark Hamill. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? Harrison Ford. Boring conversation anyway. Luke, we're going to have I think we took a wrong turn. Carrie Fisher. Good luck. Alec Guinness. You can't win, Darth. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. 20th Century Fox presents the most extraordinary motion picture of all time, Star Wars. Here's where the fun begins. No 
legendary adventure of the past could be as exciting as this romance of the future. Here they come. May the Force be with you in Star Wars. Are you a Star Wars fan, Ken? Well. <laughs> yes. Original trilogy, yes. Um, and then I kind of dropped out. I did watch the episode one. Uh, went for ages without watching it uh, or hearing anything about it. Obviously, there was quite a big hype around it. Went for ages, not knowing anything about it, thinking, no, 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 I'm just going to wait till I go. And uh, then me, me mate, we, we went on a booze cruise, me and some friends. And as we were walking through a shop, there was a picture on the front of a, a magazine of one of the characters. And as my mate walked past, he was just like, ha ha, you die. I'm pointing at him. And uh, yeah, I, I was right behind him and I saw exactly what he did. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so I knew one of the main characters died in that film yeah. before I saw it. Mm-hmm. And then I went to see it and uh, I don't know, it was all right. Jar Jar Binks was a dick, uh, but the rest of it was okay. bit too much CGI for my liking. And um, the second one... On that booze cruise, uh, I fell asleep during it, and I've never gone back to watch it again. So I've stopped watching them. Yeah, I've seen the original trilogy; very, very good. Really enjoyed them. Uh, first one, yeah, it was all right. Not watched it again since. Second one, fell asleep during it. Packed in. Yeah, the the second one, I remember going to the cinema to watch it and thought it was boring at the time, being a kid. I think like now, like looking back now, I think people are more. Um, they, they like it a bit more than when it first because people hated that prequel trilogy until the new trilogy came out and people hate that now <laughs> so now they've gone back to thinking actually the prequels are okay but for me it was a bit like um, how many f- toys can we make out of this lot let's yeah. put Jar Jar Binks in he was a twat yeah he was annoying wasn't he yeah but still whatever but we're talking about the original film and uh, you've got Mark Hamill looking Young, to be honest, I, I saw forget. a I saw a photograph of um, uh, people queuing up to see the film. Yeah, and Mark Hamill's in that photograph, queuing up to see the film. Is he? Yeah, he's just queuing up with his friends. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was he that it was uh, he that posted it. I, he, I love Mark he, he just posted it and said that's absolutely not me uh, queuing up to see Star Wars, <laughs> and then he's put. Then he just like put like open eyes kind of thing as if yeah it is me <laughs> yeah he just queuing up to watch his own film why wouldn't you if it's yeah, Star Wars exactly yeah yeah and I think like a whole generation of blokes fell in love with Princess Leia didn't didn't they at that point yes, yeah. uh, Carrie Fisher yeah and nobody was as cool as Han Solo no Harrison everyone Ford. wanted to be that cool yeah who was obviously uh, was he originally a carpenter or something on yeah. set doing work on George Lucas's house wasn't it I believe so yeah. yeah. And he obviously had a pet dog with Chewbacca. <laughs> Who doesn't love a dog in a film? <laughs> yeah, which he brought with him. <laughs> yeah. There's a. It, this uh, also spawned Spaceballs, didn't it? The Mel Brooks film. Super. Yeah, which is a, a fantastic parody of it. Yeah. Where, Rick where he was a dog as well. As John Candy played the barf, yeah. the dog. Pizza the Hut. It's <laughs> yeah. a great little joke. My favourite part of Spaceballs is John Hurt in the yeah the, the aliens bit. Yeah, he starts yeah. doing like a show tune and yeah. dancing along. I, I'd never seen Aliens either at that time when I watched oh, that. Really? But I knew of that scene. Yeah, because my mom wouldn't let me watch it, but she told me about it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, great, great film. And um, but that's uh, Star Wars. Star Wars is uh, brilliant. I could watch that now. I could just go and put Star Wars on now. Yeah. I would say same with Jaws, but I watched that last week. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'd, I'd, I, could, I could just put Star Wars on and watch it. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I'm not a big fan of uh, of sci-fi stuff, but I do like Star Wars, and I think mainly because and a lot of you know, this isn't new anything new I'm saying, but um, it's it's pretty much its plot is like a western, isn't it? And they say it's like a western film, you know, with the old gunslinger coming back with uh, Obi Wan Kenobi and stuff like that. Which is probably why, you know, I'm not a big fan of like super, super sci-fi stuff. I don't know what your thoughts on sci-fi are. Uh, not bothered, really. Mm. We haven't covered much sci-fi on this podcast I, Yeah, yet. but there are good points. But I don't think it necessarily revolves around being in space. Yeah. To yeah. be honest with you, yeah. it's like it doesn't matter. It's like, yeah, it can be on another planet, but if that's not part of it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just still a film then, isn't it? 
It's like I was never into Star Trek or anything like that. No, I, I didn't really get Star Trek. I was a Star Wars more than Star Trek. Yeah, and I was brought up like I remember having the VHS with the amazing um, um, posters of Star Wars. Star Wars are obviously you think of the posters with the hand drawn and the holding the lightsaber up yeah. and stuff like that. And even like Return of the Jedi, I remember that. Thinking amazing... Mark Hamill must have been happy with the way that he was <laughs> in that on first that. one. Yeah, it must like he man, wasn't he? <laughs> and they did that in uh, National Lampoon as well. Didn't yeah, they? with Clark. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, obviously growing up with it. They did. Uh, it, that, it, was, it was kind of. Um, you say it was like Western. It was like uh, Shakespearean as well, wasn't it? With, yeah. the, with the dad and the uh, that kind of betrayal system and all that stuff. I'm not, not too sure about the uh, brother and sister, you know, bit. Not sure what that was all about. That's, yeah, it's very hard. <laughs> it was a bit weird. And also it's... almost like a samurai films, isn't it? Like he go, going to train from the master in the in the second one. Is it the second one? Yeah. Second one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, off to the swamps. And uh, you knew Han Solo was coming back, didn't you? At the end of Star Wars. You knew he was coming back. One of the great lines in cinema history. I love you, I know. <laughs> That's a great line. Yeah. Bit Obviously bit, one of the best ever. You know, a bit a bit upsetting, to be honest, if you're the person who said it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Obviously one of the best villains in history with the look and whatnot with uh, Darth Vader. Yes. Yeah. And the the best actor not even to have been Darth Vader is James Earl Jones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great voice. Do you want me to do an impression of him? <laughs> you gonna... I'll, tr- I'll try it, but I've got some drink in me, yeah, me pint glass. I usually do it in an empty pint glass. Your powers are weak, old man. That's pretty that's good. Yeah. I thought you were going to be silly then. <laughs> the circle is now complete. Can I have a go? Yeah. Okay, ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. Your powers are weak. <laughs> that was Darth Vader as he drowned. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gone swimming. <laughs> Remember that bit when he took his helmet off and he was this old man? Yeah. Yeah. An egghead. Yeah. He looks horrible, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I was upset in that. They should have, they should have CGI'd, uh, what's his name? Hayden Christensen. That's what they should have done. Oh, well, when they do the 80th year anniversary, <laughs> maybe they will. Because they did, didn't they? When they redid them, didn't they CGI? They CGI fucking... Jabba the Hutt back in, yeah. There, yeah. Was, there was like cut scenes of um, Jabba the Hutt. But they've added Hayden Christensen in as well, haven't oh, have they? they? Oh, as, you know, the Force Ghost at the end. Originally, it was like an old... like it was the guy... Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they've put him in as well. Yeah. Yeah. And me. I'm in there as well. Yeah, yeah. that's it, yeah. <laughs> I like how they're saying now, because the Obi-Wan Kenobi series is out, and it's still Ewan McGregor, and people are like, so in like four years, he goes from Ewan McGregor to Alec Guinness looking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like four years before Star Wars or something. Oh, yes. That's me. Yeah, great. Alec Guinness um, signed something to get the royalties. He did. He had a great deal yeah, on it, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he he cut a deal that he would uh, he would take some of the royalties from whatever it made. Yes, box office yeah. gross because he he didn't take the money up front because they couldn't afford him. But he said he'll take back end. Yeah, and he yeah. He, he took something from like merchandise. Everything. Yeah. I, th- I think he just like he's, his family is still earning money from this. Yeah, yeah. He looks so cool in this though. He does. He's got a great look. In he's this. got a great voice. Oh, yes. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be more powerful than... Only the master of evil, Darth. That's, That's what he says. Your powers are me. <laughs> I was but a learner. Now I am no master. <laughs> Only the master of evil, <coughs> Darth. <laughs> yeah, that's how it went. <laughs> so if, if you were going to rank the three Star Wars, how would you do it? The, the original series, from your favourite to least favourite? Um, in order. You go in one, two, then three? Yeah, because I saw the first one first. Yeah. I think you, if, I, a lot of people say, yeah, the second one's the best, because it's like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, well, maybe it is, but I still like the first one, because mm-hmm. the second one doesn't make sense without the first one. So I always saw the first one first, and I've seen it the most. How you doing, Chewbacca? <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> Not well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I can only do impressions of uh, Darth Vader and Obi Wan. <laughs> that was my Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca having che- a shit. Chewbacca is just going. Ah! 
<laughs> which um, I'm not sure is uh, overly accurate. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! What are your thoughts on uh, all this? Like now, Disney owns Star Wars. They're going back and doing all the like. Before everyone was talking, obviously about um, uh, Boba Fett, and he was like an amazing cool because he wasn't really in it m- much at all. To no, be he honest, wasn't, no. he just looked cool. And he's uh, now he's got this whole big backstory. A lot of people are saying like, I didn't really want to know. To be honest, I'm not interested. Yeah, that's why I've not watched them either. Yeah, I don't care. I just thought he was a cool bounty hunter. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it for me. And that's the thing about Star Wars, like the, the side characters were also interesting and cool and stuff like that, weren't they? Yeah, he's like the guy with a wraparound head. From uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, just like th- things like that. It was like Jabba the Hutt. Mentioned loads, but hardly in it. Yeah. Yeah, because he was just, like, feared. But you don't have to keep seeing him. And that, that first, like, first few scenes in Jabba's Palace in the third one is amazing. Yeah. I used to have the uh, the Rancor monster as well. I used what? to have that as a toy. Fuck, that's probably worth about fucking... I don't know, yeah, well, get me started on that shit. Jesus Christ, you know how much that would probably be worth now? Yeah, like, it had a little thing on its back, on its spine, that you used to do, and its mouth used to open. Yeah. Yeah, so it was like a little button that used to control its bottom lower jaw, and it used to open up. Do you have a Millennium Falcon? Uh, I never had the Millennium Falcon, but I did have... I had uh, Boba Fett's ship, actually. I nice. had that. Uh, and it had the Han Solo in carbonite inside. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it had that inside. Uh, I had the Ewok village. Uh, with, I think that fucking goes with, for the like, loads now. It used to be able village. to like wind the net upwards, and it had lifts in the tree trunks that you could uh, you could uh, up and down. I think uh, that still goes for crazy money, you know that. <sighs> Where is all this stuff, Ken? My mom gave it to my next door neighbour because she had kids. Younger than I was. Oh. And then they fucking moved away and took all of it with them. (laughs) Probably sold it and moved to a much bigger house because they sold the toys. Yeah. No, she did, yeah. She she gave it all away because the next door neighbor had two two little boys. So uh, she gave them two little toys. (laughs) I was going to say, I wasn't sure. Same, same, exactly the same thing with my brothers. They had all of the fucking style. They had the Millennium Falcon and everything back in the day. And uh, my brother swapped the original Millennium Falcon toy for an action man with one leg. <laughs> and when my mom asked him why, uh, he said, well, he's been in, in the war. Wounded. Yeah. He's a wounded man. That's literally his reasoning. <laughs> Never leave a man behind. My brother <laughs> swapping a fucking priceless toy for a one-legged for a action man. toy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fond memories, eh? so uh, overall Ken I think my my list wins but you've got the the best number one I've got the the biggest grossing yeah yes I'm the grossest and And that's uh, true yours are potentially the best yes yeah let's go through for a recap so number 10 was Pete's Dragon 40 million Mm -hmm. number 9 was Old God oh goodness 42 million by who was in that George Burns George Burns and John Denver Number eight, The Spy Who Loved Me, 47 yep. million. I'll give, give it that one. I, I like that one. Number seven, with a ridiculous cast, A Bridge Too Far. Yeah. 51 million, The Rescuers. Nah. Number six, 71 million. Number five, Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> 94 million. Nice. At number four, The Goodbye Girl, Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> 102 million. 102 million. Jesus Christ. Number three, Smokey and the Bandit, 127 million. Bit of fun. Number two, Close Encounters OT Third Kind, with 132 million. Richard Dreyfus. Hi, it's Dreyfus. <laughs> it's me, Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says on the uh, the trailer. Yeah. Somebody call Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> Don't worry, everybody. It's me, Richard Dreyfus. I'm here to speak to aliens and shit. <laughs> that was the trailer. I think that was, yeah, that's yeah, the, the big line, isn't it? That was the... <laughs> that's the line everyone remembers from the film. Yeah, yeah before he plays the keyboard. <laughs> and then number one, with 323 million in its first year. How much has Star Wars grossed overall, Ken? Give me a fucking ballpark figure. Loads. 
The Star Wars films are the second highest grossing film franchise of all time worldwide. What do you mean second? Behind the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Fuck off, Marvel. It has grossed over $10 billion. That's a lot of money. <laughs> the global box office. Mm. I disagree with Marvel being top. That's That should be changed. Is shame that because on you, you don't like Shame it. on you, everybody. Yeah, that is shame on you. I don't watch any of them. I haven't seen any of them. People, you know, I see people moaning about, um, oh, the problem is, like, I go to the cinema, but there's never anything. Yeah, because everyone just goes and watches Marvel. I went the other day, I walked past it the other day. Every single screen in our local cinema, which is what, four, five, six screens? Yeah. All of them were just one Marvel film. Yeah, I, I had a look, actually. Everything's on, like, once a day, except those films, which are on about eight times a day on every screen. Yeah, it's absolutely unbelievable. And, you know, Hollywood goes where the money is. So, like, all of a sudden now you've got that. You've got the, you know, um, DC are doing, like, you know, Batman and the Justice League and Aquaman. And you can't fucking move for superheroes at the minute. And I know everything goes in trends, but people, you, you can't complain about the fact that it's just superhero films at the cinema and then go and watch them all the time. I'll just point out that Batman's not a superhero. He's just an ordinary man. <laughs> an innocent man. <laughs> He's got the superhero backstory, though. Dead parents. That's not a superhero Rubber nipples. <laughs> need I go on? I don't think you need. No. So, yeah. Um, I don't know where any more people telling me that uh, they don't go to the cinema because it's only superhero films, but only go when the superhero films are on. Uh, I don't ever want to hear anyone say that, although nobody's ever said that to me. So, you know, if you are thinking about saying that to me, don't, because I don't ever want to hear it. Excellent. Thank you. Well, let's end this uh, episode on, on this down note where we're both angry about superhero <laughs> films. <laughs> no, I ain't seen any of them. No. I, I actually uh, saw Doctor Strange, the first Doctor Strange, and that was because uh, Big Scott. Big Scott Adkins was in it, um, and he was in X Men one. Mm. I saw that one as well, but he, he wasn't in it. His face wasn't in it. He was like um, whatever it was at the end. I remember going to the cinema. One of the last times I went to the cinema actually was uh, to watch Nobody with um... <laughs> with no one. <laughs> yeah, with uh, Bob Odenkirk. You know, with the uh, the action film. Oh yeah, he went to watch that with you. That was nice of him. Been <laughs> <laughs> queuing up like Mark Hamill. Yeah, and that was uh, the only other film that was playing on a day where every other thing was like Marvel, and there's about three of us in the in the cinema watching that, and that was a fucking great film. It is a good film, but everyone was too busy watching Spider Man. Please, I want to know the way to go home or whatever the hell the yeah. title of the film's called. Spider Man Twelve. Yeah. The, the other ones and the, come come back. The arching web of semen. <laughs> I believe it's called. I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've not seen it. So, uh, happy birthday, Ken. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, speaking of semen, happy birthday, Kenneth. Well, it's what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next year. We'll do our films, uh, we'll do it again, I guess. <laughs> the same top ten. <laughs> That'll be interesting, won't it? Yeah. But yeah. until then, I yeah. want to say... And that's just for the people who haven't listened to it this year. Yeah. So if you have, just give it a miss. And if you haven't, we'll see you next year. <laughs> if you're not listening to this, see you then. <laughs> Thank you to my co-host Ken Buar for joining me. Thank you for celebrating my goddamn birthday. Happy birthday, old son of a bitch. That's me. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Don't worry, everybody. It's me, Richard Drafus. I'm here to speak to aliens and shit. <laughs>